0: This is Multimedia Failure, a podcast where we, for reasons beyond my understanding, watch nearly every video game movie ever made and then rank them against each other. I'm Jason Ariola, and also serving what feels like a life sentence of watching these (laughs) dumb movies with me are... (laughs) Vanessa Gahill. John Lucero. And we are joined by the two hosts of The Movie Bar, Bedroth and The Dyad. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, that was the diet and uh, Bedroth. I should have introduced you guys uh, individually, I suppose. Yeah, that would, that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not a good host. We haven't, we haven't we haven't had two guests in a while here, so it's a, I'm a little, little, little rusty and just a little rusty on the podcasting in general. So. I'm
1: Bedroth.
2: <laughs> I'm the diet. I'm a lawyer,
1: and I'm not. And yeah, on 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 the movie bar, as Jason already mentioned, uh, if you haven't already heard our episode with Jason on it, we watch uh, legal films and talk about them from our our, our two different perspectives and um yeah so kind of like this except it's about law movies instead of video game movies but this was a cool uh, cool moment of of um my words fail me that's it's super yeah
3: so do you guys just watch like Double Jeopardy and Twelve Angry Men over and over again, or like what do you watch? What's up? What, what, yeah, we what,
2: watch. Um, <laughs> it's like that podcast where they review Star Wars, uh, but it's yeah. only, like a minute at a time. Yeah, we do that. Over Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I What's, think uh, what, what, uh, the McElroys
1: right. have a thing where uh, uh, the McElroy brother uh, podcasters have a thing where every year they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop Two and do a commentary of it every single year on the same day. Yeah. I love but, that uh, so much. But no. Um, uh twelve angry men, actually I think is on our short list. We haven't got there yet, but um we have talked about let me see we haven't done very very many. We just started this year and it's a monthly mm-hmm. show um by cousin Vinny we six or seven. I love it, okay, maybe a few good men okay okay um uh, me see we do we watched was it
2: from the hip trial and error Wait. after that trial and that's right, trial and error was third, and then from the hip was fourth
1: from the hip from the hip it's yeah. yeah. then we watched.
2: Nelson? Okay. Dread Nelson.
1: Yeah. That one that one is a wild one. (laughs) (laughs) That one was crazy. Um then we watched A Time to Kill with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel L. Jackson. And then we watched uh then we watched And Justice for All the Dyad. And Justice for All with Al Pacino. Very good film. And most recently, well, actually, uh, it hasn't launched as, w- as we record. It m- maybe will have launched by the time you hear this episode. Uh, Jason joined us to discuss, well, a particular movie that I think we're going to be talking about again here in a
0: minute. And that movie is Ace Attorney. It is effectively a, um, oh, let's say, greatest hits version of the first game consolidated down into uh, two hours and 15 minutes, which is kind of astounding considering that game is largely text-based. And... Um, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of screens of dialogue they somehow managed to capture the essence and uh, boil it down to two hours and 15 minutes of uh live action anime i would say nearly yeah
3: <laughs> it's uh closest i really feel like scene. this would have been better as a tv show but uh <laughs> and it really is structured <laughs> like a tv show so
0: um i, I am going to go ahead and say there is a uh ace attorney tv show and it is literally just the video games and it's not Really, that enjoyable? <laughs> so,
4: really?
0: yeah. Better than this
4: movie, though, right?
0: No, I would no? say because it's oh. just because it's just the games. So it's just like it's like, oh, cool. This thing that is like passive in it, or you know, the the TV show is passive, and the games are a little bit more active. You have to think about things. The TV show just leads you and walks you down the hallway. Uh-huh. So it's just like, why am I doing this? And there's just like, I don't know. I, it feels like it takes it loses a lot of the charm of the actual games wow. themselves. So. My kids love it, but you know, whatever.
1: See, I actually, that that's interesting. I, I watched a playthrough of the uh, the main parts of the story. I, I jumped around a little bit in preparation for this episode because I didn't just want to watch the movie again and say basically the same stuff. I kind of wanted to, to have a little something extra to add. The playthrough, minus the extra stuff added for the DS version, the playthrough is about 10 hours long. So like you said, it's kind of crazy. They were able to pack that much into two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, I I I enjoyed it. um It wasn't as active as playing the game, but I can see, you know, I can see translating that to an animated medium without doing at least something to to flesh out the characters a little more would, would maybe leave you wanting.
0: Yes, yeah, that is a that is a good way of putting it. My daughter like just really kind of got into ace attorney the games themselves and so it's a good way for my son to watch it because he has um a bit of a reading disability so it works for him doing it that Uh, way but you know when you've played the games before just kind of like a oh okay what am i what am i it's like this is literally just the exact same thing that i'm okay cool (laughs) so (laughs) except it has some uh, very anime intro uh sequences so that are kind of cool the first time you watch them they are like okay i kind of get it now a little overly <laughs> dramatic
3: <laughs> then you press then you press skip intro
0: yes yep yeah. pretty much so <laughs> all right anyway uh this movie released february 11 2012 with a runtime of 134 minutes now um of course um our two guests have seen the movie i've seen the movie uh i guess prior to watching it again for this just so i was a little bit refreshed on it had you guys seen any of this before I, I know we had talked about it in our slack or something at some point um just pointing out the hairstyle that i was like i'm looking forward to getting to this one but do you guys kind of have any awareness of this prior to this no definitely
4: not.
3: Uh, i i knew it exi- i think i knew it existed okay but i've never i'd never seen it
0: and following up with that um john have you you haven't played any of these attorney games correct
3: no absolutely zero percentage played on the ace attorney series uh like, i said off air i know objection like and uh that's about it and um uh while this movie i i have issues with and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. uh it uh I, it did just happen to coincide with a sale of the series going on right now uh, while we're recording mm-hmm. and i bought the trilogy for 15 bucks on switch um nice so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how that goes. See if I can. Uh, I'm gonna give the first one a shot at least. And uh, I don't know if the it's still. It's also sales on on. I know for, for a fact it's on Steam also right now. But uh, if it still is going when you hear this episode, you can uh, get these games <laughs> if you They're want to. They're
0: uh, constantly on sale. So yeah. yeah. And they're pretty much on everything. I mean, you can get them on Android and iOS. You can get mm-hmm. them. I think you can even play them on like Apple TV, for God's sakes. <laughs> so Yeah,
3: it was one of those like bucket list series I guess, or like the backlog series I've never touched that I should probably like I probably should try this. Yeah, at least give it a
0: shot. You know, I, I understand if you bounce off of it, but yeah, give it a shot. Vanessa, Um, I know you've played some Phoenix, right? How much uh, How much Phoenix Wright have you played before?
4: Mm, maybe two games. It's been a really long time. Okay. I have played it, so that's a plus. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is a uh, the, the rare, rare instance and occurrence on this podcast that you've actually I know, right? The source I, I, material. I
4: objection into my DS once, and then I was like, this is the worst. Not going to do that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually told uh, um, the Dyad in Bedroth that that was sort of a selling point for me with my DS, um, or a DS, was my brother came out to visit me, showed me Phoenix Wright on there, and was like, oh, check this out. And Preston and held Y, I believe, and it was like, objection. And he goes, objection! And I was like... Oh, that's the coolest goddamn thing ever. I have to get one of these now.
4: <laughs> did you use it, though? Like, did you do it once? You're like, actually, I feel pretty silly.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, Vanessa. I, I, come on. You know me well enough that, no, obviously, I do not have enough shame that I care about no. that sort of thing. The Catholic, the Catholic shame has not gotten me that badly. <laughs> Very
2: true. Well, that is why you're no longer invited to the bus depot. It's ah, sad, Just Sitting there screaming.
0: Yeah, they don't like it when I do that, so... <laughs> you no, know, it's really weird when you get uh, kicked off public transit, but you know it's whatever.
1: Feels like it would take a lot these days, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it would. The diet. Have you uh, played any of these before? I played the first.
2: Uh, I don't know if I. I probably didn't complete it because I don't usually finish games, but definitely the first one, and I think part of the second one as well. And then um, I think I just didn't like didn't keep up with like DS games and stuff, and and didn't. But I I enjoyed playing it a lot. This was. I guess quite a ways a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was surprised at how many games there are, in fact. But I'm kind of tempted to go back and
0: try some more of them. Really, yeah, there's quite a bit of them, and all of them have been localized outside of uh, Miles Edgeworth Investigations <coughs> Two. But there's fan translation out there too for that, if you're you know that's sort of your thing. Um, Bedroth, you'd said you um, hadn't played these before, but you watched a playthrough of the first one, Sans the uh, DS Bonus Case, basically correct.
1: Yes. I I think I've played a demo of one of the games at one point, and it just didn't grab me, so I've been uh, content with watching from the sidelines. The The stories and the characters of the Ace Attorney games uh, really intrigue me, and I always enjoy hearing people talk about them. And the music, of course, is fantastic. That's uh yes mine and the dyads that's our our wheelhouse uh like you we have um uh, bgm podcasts in different uh, stages of regular release at yeah. current oh, so at i'm present. surrounded by thr- surrounded by sickos <laughs> at
3: this point i guess <laughs> <laughs> yep but
1: yeah the uh, the ace turning music is really great um and yeah i found a playthrough of the ds version on youtube and just stopped after the uh the last trial in the original version since that was all that really you know pertained to this movie so
0: yeah okay and i guess with me real quick i've played a good chunk of them i played the original trilogy on ds and then i played the first miles edgeworth investigations and i played like a first case of the first 3ds one and i sort of just not fell off after that but it just i think i was um doing this site at the time and i just did not have time to sit there and kind of remember where i was because when i was playing these originally they i don't want to say require a little bit of a uh, let's say brain power as far as remembering what you were doing and where you were going uh, much like why I probably will never finish hollow Knight, but uh, <laughs> step away from something oh, for three gosh. days and I'm like, where the hell am I? All right, screw this. Yeah. I'm done. Let yep.
3: me open the map up and like, Oh shit. Yeah. And then it's
0: like, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah. It's like, Oh, this yeah. map isn't okay. Cool. All right. But yeah, so I've played quite a bit of them. So I, I, I guess uh, I, what did you guys uh, call me on, on your episode? It was your expert witness. That's right. Okay.
2: And ha- have you been getting your um, uh, your checks? Have they been coming in the mail regularly? You know what? <laughs> I, residuals. I do
0: worry that um, maybe I gave you guys my old address because uh, that that post office forwarding thing only works like half the time apparently since I've moved. So maybe that's yeah, where they that are. that must
2: maybe. be it. That's definitely the only explanation. Okay,
0: checks in the mail, baby. Right. Yep. Okay. There you go. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh,
3: quick question uh, so jason you said that you said this is based on the first game correct yeah did as someone who's now watched this without playing the game is that is that would that ruin the experience of the first game knowing like the verdicts i guess more or less of
0: the main beats honestly a lot of what makes ace attorney so great is the stuff kind of in between like it's great okay. getting to lead there mm-hmm. but um I, I don't think like the big like holy shit thing at the end there is like that huge of a deal. A lot of the stuff that's kind of fun is just the character interaction between, and there's a lot of characters that just made no appearances whatsoever. Like there's a whole case that basically just, just doesn't make an appearance in this in this uh, movie. Okay, good.
1: Having just watched the the playthrough of of the game after having seen the movie, uh, there there were a lot of cool um, new things and. There there are some things that would have been pertinent to the gameplay that were given away in the movie, but I didn't remember them specifically enough that I would have just been able to, you know, to put them in in the game without having paid attention. So mm. I, I think it would still be a fun experience. Okay. Good to know.
0: Yeah. And there's also just, you know, that whole thing of like, you have to know um, what section that they want you to present this piece of evidence at. So. It's not just mm-hmm. a, oh, okay, well, I just have this, this, you know, you have to figure out the line of dialogue that kind of correlates with it. So
3: can you, if you fail, like our cases, are they fail states? Or if you get it wrong, is it, the game keeps going on. I'm assuming it's a fail state. You know
0: what? There is, um, there are strikes that you can get basically. And you only have so okay. many. I don't know what happens if you get them all because I'm way too paranoid to play like that. So I sort of save scum. And as soon as I get something okay. wrong, I just go backwards. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or sometimes I just want the funny dialogue to see like how, uh, how the judge reacts to you if you say something completely stupid <laughs> like this has no like this has no bearing on the case Phoenix whatsoever and then he'll say something and you know Phoenix just does that drop down like teardrop on his on his forehead a face of like oh god <laughs> <laughs> or my favorite the one where he's like kind of doing the like the shit eating grin with his hand behind his neck and rubbing his rubbing the back of his head like sorry
1: I love the facial expressions. It's,
0: it's yeah. really great. Yeah. And I think that, I think the movie did a pretty good job of capturing that, but uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. So, all right. Um, if you guys are ready, um, Vanessa, if you are ready, actually, you can uh, put uh, what is it? Uh, one. Now yeah, let's give me an even two minutes and let's, let's see, let's see if I can knock this out in two minutes. We're going all to right. do a, a very brief synopsis of this uh, movie, which is a very brief synopsis of, uh, of a game. <laughs> so. Are you ready? No, but we'll do this anyway, I suppose.
4: All right. Three, two, one,
0: go. Phoenix Wright, a new attorney, wins his first case defending his childhood friend, Larry Butts, on a murder charge with help from his mentor, Mia Faye. Butts gets Mia the murder weapon, a clock, in the shape of the statue, the thinker, as a thank you. Mia calls her sister, Maya, from her office to tell her she has some evidence for a case that she's hiding in the clock. Someone breaks into the office and kills Mia with the clock. Phoenix finds Mia, touches every possible piece of evidence, and finds Maya in the office as well. (laughs) Police rush in and arrest Maya for the murder. Phoenix t- takes on Maya's case, and that sets him up against Miles Edgeworth, who was also one of Phoenix's childhood friends and is a prosecutor without a single loss. After a bunch of <clears throat> turnabouts, Phoenix proves Maya's innocence and actually and also gets Mia's actual murderer arrested. Later on, Edgeworth is arrested for the murder of another attorney, Robert Hammond. Phoenix takes up his case and squares off against Edgeworth's mentor, Manfred von Karma, after an incredibly convoluted series of turnabouts and bringing up old cases, including the one that Mia was working on that got her killed, proves that Yanni Yogi, a former court bailiff who was coerced into killing Hammond for revenge. Years prior, Yogi was accused of killing Edgeworth's father while he was in the evidence room. Hammond had Yogi plead insanity, getting him off on the charge, but the shame the community dumped on him caused his wife to commit suicide. Phoenix accidentally breaks open the thinker clock and a piece of evidence falls out. This turns out to be a key in proving that Von Karma actually murdered Edgeworth's father. Von Karma has a breakdown and is hauled away for murder. Phoenix pledges to clear Yogi's name and Edgeworth and Phoenix clear the air with each other, now rivals instead of enemies. Impressive. Wow. Okay, how did I do? How how much time did we manage that? Oh,
4: yeah, you get one minute, 22 seconds.
0: Holy shnikes. Okay, I think it's the first time I've ever managed it. (laughs) Yeah, random thoughts, basically. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put insert. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, 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 no. It's fine. That's fine. Just doing a public service. It's okay. I appreciate it. You in the back, put your top back down. I appreciate it, but your your man boobs aren't that appealing. Thank you. The names in this series
3: are top tier, I have to say, just from right off the bat. There's a top tier character names. Oh, yes. uh, Dick Gumshoe oh, yeah. is an all time cop name. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do love I I think I
0: brought this up on your guys' podcast that he's Detective Dick Gumshoe, meaning he's just detective, detective, detective. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
2: The people yep. who localized the game really had a field day. They really you could tell they really enjoyed their work.
3: Yes,
0: they absolutely. Yeah. And it really comes through in the writing of the actual games themselves. That's why, John, I think, you know, even knowing the uh, the big story beats here, it's not going to really ruin the experience. A lot of it is the just the jokes and the silly writing and just the character interactions, especially when uh, somebody throws a wig at Phoenix Wright and it lands in his face and it's just kind of like, <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so um, you guys, uh, oh, let, me, let me start with... Uh, john as far as like a movie goes how did you like this thing did you actually like i i know you said you had some issues with it but let's go with mm-hmm. the just like an kind of overall thought on it so far
3: um i liked it i think it was a, okay. uh it was definitely too long and that's mm-hmm. a legacy issue that we talk about a lot in this series uh a lot of these movies are just too long for their own good um but it definitely. This is. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's mentioned. Uh, this, the, or you might have uh, Takashi Miike did this one, which he is he's who's a, a Japanese director who we watched before. Uh, he did. He did like a dragon, um, Vanessa. If you remember, like a dragon. Um, and I think this is probably on par with that, in my opinion, in terms of just like it's a movie with a lot of good things going on, but it it has a lot of just like pacing issues and weird subplots that don't need to be necessarily in the in the movie um and just kind of like slow down the slow it down at a point and um but when it's clicking on all cylinders some of those court case moments are really good it's this some some of the the courtroom drama is pretty is pretty solid uh even though it's incredibly ridiculous (laughs) and uh courtroom (laughs) procedure is questionable <laughs> at, at times. Oh, that's put it mildly. I <laughs> yes, uh, it
4: looks legit but, to me.
3: Yeah, I, I wish this was how it went. Is people, people basically just interrupted everyone in the courtroom at all times just, and everyone based their opinion on the most recent piece of evidence presented. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's yeah, I'll, I'll say I did I did like it, I think, okay. for the most. yeah.
0: Vanessa, how about yourself?
4: I agree with John a lot about the pacing like I like when it started I was like oh like this looks fun like maybe this is gonna be a great movie and then like it just kept going and it's like oh you could have ended like six times and I understand why they didn't but I really wish they just had like thrown the actual plot of Phoenix Wright out the window and made it a much smaller shorter movie but there are a lot of good moments they're like I I like enjoyed the characters I enjoyed the um like the very like Anime-esque, like a people would just fall over. I thought that was really funny and cute, mm-hmm. like the first time at least. Um, Love the pointing. Yes, there were a lot of things I really liked, but yeah, the pacing was hard and the movie was long.
0: Yeah, yeah, and again, I think that's just an issue with trying to consolidate so much text and so much story into something that's digestible in a you know one sitting sort of thing so i don't know they they could have cut some stuff too but yeah i mean they they cut plenty as it is and it's just sort of like a okay but yeah better off how about yourself so it, it, it's interesting I, I forget
1: well i think i gave this a 3.5 out of five on our on my show does that sound right dyad pretty good
2: i think i don't okay. know I, I, do not, <laughs> I don't remember your score but like the that's the right vibe like you didn't you didn't hurt any any bystanders or you know, <laughs> scream so seems good it,
1: it was a three point five or a four out of five i don't think it was a four um but i did enjoy it i i think after um after it was after our discussion is originally I was going into it kind of a three, like I walked away from it kind of meh, but the more that we talked about it and the more that I kept thinking back on specific things from the movie, the more I appreciated how well it sounded like they had adapted it from, from your comments, Jason. And I will say now after watching the, the playthrough, I, I, I wouldn't change my score of the movie as a movie, But Mm -hmm. as an adaptation, I am actually really, really impressed with how well they pulled this off. Uh, The biggest thing that I think would have been hard to translate would have been Phoenix's internal monologue with himself because Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the humor is in some of the comments, like the sides that, that he makes to himself. But having that taken away from them the filmmakers were still able to put together this this movie that gave us a good sense of who these characters are um even relatively minor characters like the judge i actually like the movie judge uh and the movie version of von karma Mm -hmm. better than the ones in the game because they're fleshed out a little bit more um and uh and also because the judge in the game in a couple of Cases is kind of a pushover, whereas the judge in the movie is is almost like the straight man for the entire cast. <laughs> I, lo-
3: I love that he, I loved his straight man thing. He was just very his whole quiet demeanor the whole time. Like,
1: hmm,
3: okay, okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Overall, <laughs> I enjoyed
0: it. I enjoyed okay. it. See, and I, I in maybe, and maybe it's been a while since I played, it but like I always took the judge as sort of like the like a doddering old man almost who was just very easily manipulated by loud speak. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, you do it this way. Oh yeah! Oh oh, oh Of course, Mister Edgeworth. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So
1: especially Ron Karma, he's t- totally under his thumb.
0: <laughs> All right. The diet. And how about you? How about you? As far as um, of, like your feelings of the movie as a as a whole, basically. Well, we'll get into your legal expertise here in a little bit.
2: <laughs> um, <clears throat> my feelings in the movie, I um, I remembered basically nothing of the games, but as I was watching the movie, I I was like kind of felt uh I was impressed with how it kind of captured the scent, like the the feeling of playing the games and I got kind of back in that mindset pretty quickly and um I thought it was pretty enjoyable I mean compared to the movies that you watch for this show I'm sure <laughs> this has to be far far better than many of them because it was like you know a coherent movie there were some funny parts there was a lot of over the top drama but I think that's kind of the nature of the movie as it's you know recapturing this game which is also over the top and sort of intentionally silly in the way they do that. So I thought it was, um, yeah, overall enjoyable. I, I agree with what you all said that it was a bit long, but it's, uh, 10 pounds of game in a five pound bag. So they just had to do what they could, I guess.
0: (laughs) All right. Now, Vanessa, as far as um, the adaptation, uh, Bedroth spoke to that a little bit too, but how do you feel like that I know it's been a while since you played them, but did you feel like this sort of like brought back the essence of Phoenix right to you a little bit like, oh, I remember this part?
4: I think in a lot of ways, I wish that um, like Maya had like more premonitions. I feel like Mia played like a really strong character in the games and she was only there twice, I think, in this movie. So I think that'd be the one thing that um, I thought was kind of lacking. Otherwise, I thought like the characters they encountered were pretty like, you know, obviously very animated, like Larry Butts and the lady who lives in the van by the lake. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought they did a pretty well adaptation of all those things. I just wish that uh, uh, Mia had been present a little bit more.
0: Now, you mean Mia the mentor or Maya the sister?
4: So I feel like Maya like manifested Mia a lot in the games, if I'm Mm. remembering correctly. But maybe also I'm making it up. But I yeah. feel like like Mia, the mentor, was in the games way more than she was in this movie.
0: She was, yeah. They did, um and and I mentioned this on your guys' podcast as well, but they did sort of um, let's say, unsex uh Mia up quite a bit because she is rather uh, buxom in the uh yeah. And <laughs> when so. uh when <laughs> yeah. she uh yeah, when she takes over uh, Maya's body, uh Maya suddenly gets uh, <clears throat> rather endowed. Too, and it's just like, oh well, this is this is a yeah. little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so I do appreciate that they made her just really a human dumbling. being with normal proportions. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Mia used ghost
2: bosom; it's super effective. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you better hope that wasn't a critical hit too, because that'll that'll be the, that'll be a one it'd shot a there. Stat-
3: it'd be a status effect. <sighs> one
0: Carol-based. thing I I saw from
1: the game. Um, is that Maya apparently is 17, which uh, in the movie, it was really weird. Um, Having no experience from the game, I couldn't tell if Maya was supposed to be a young adult or a child uh, because of the way that she acted. It was really, really odd. But then seeing how she is in the games, it it made that make a little bit more sense because even though she's 17, she definitely is still, uh, there's a lot of childishness about her character. So,
2: is she seventeen in the Japanese version though, or is that a um, <laughs> that's you know, a, question, a localization? That, no. Tony no. Line. That's a good point. That is a good point. She may <laughs> yeah. have been
1: aged up because of the the Miyamaya fusion. <laughs>
3: yeah, fusion. True. I mean, uh, she Miyamaya sort advance would be good.
2: She she seemed like um, you know thirty eight year old actor playing a high school student in. A TV show kind of like just the uh, uh, you're you're clearly <laughs> yes. much older than you're meant to be but also you're acting like a very small child and this is sort of uh, there's a disconnect that's upsetting in watching you do this.
0: <laughs> and just giving it a quick look here. Yeah, apparently she is um 17 years old in the in the games themselves proper as far as um the original version cuz she does age in the games as they go on. So cuz in Justice for All which is the Second or third game, I forget. She's Second um, one. Yeah, she's she's twenty. Yeah, just, so they I, age her up there for that. So I, I I think they stuck with that. Um this was before the time where it's like, well, if you just make them eighteen, they're fine. It doesn't matter how, how old they actually look or whatever. It was just like eighteen. But I, I think the seventeen is accurate based on what I can yeah. tell with a kind of a cursory Google while we're while we're chatting here. We talked about it being as far as the adaptation aspects goes. I again I think it did about as good of a job as you can get getting a game like this that is just anime is all anime gets and turning it into like a real life thing and making it still like watchable because, I mean, how many Dragon Ball adaptations have there been into live action and none of them are, are watchable? Um, Isn't there <laughs>
3: only one live action Dragon
0: Ball? I think there's uh, a couple see? at it's least.
2: It's a 100% failure rate. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I mean, Evolution,
3: <laughs> if it's the only one, is it
0: is a tremendous train wreck of a movie. So, mm. <laughs> so I think there's at least two. I think there's another one that's like, forget exactly I'm, I'm sure there probably yeah. is there yeah probably is. never mind some knockoff in like Taiwan or something that came out probably yeah. <laughs> so
3: the dragons balls <laughs> <like that.
0: Yeah. laughs> the balls of the dragon yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah so like I I liked how they kind of kept it like I, I don't know like when I saw the the pictures for this thing I immediately saw Phoenix's hair I was like all right I I, I am looking forward to seeing this thing especially because you know the um or rather uninspired uh let's say uh, translations into lo- um, human beings that a lot of these characters make when we see a live action mm-hmm. version of these yeah. things the fact that they kind of took it and ran with everybody's character thing and just like didn't really make any like real mention or oddity that like oh these people are just like freaks walking around like you've got a bunch of normal people <laughs> and then you have oh, like yes. got, like miles edgeworth walking around in you know the, the outfit that he's walking in You know, a guy named Larry Butts who, you know, for all intents and purposes, when you look at him in that movie, he looks like the most normal out of the effectively main cast, basically.
2: Miles Edgeworth dresses like Chairman Kaga from Iron Chef. Like he's about to introduce a mystery ingredient. Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 100%. There it is. (laughs) Uh, I do... I, I do love the hair in this movie. It's like this is top tier hair going on in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, they really, they really lean into it. They really did a lot of work to really capture it. I know, I think I, you mentioned the facial stuff, liking the facial stuff they mm. did early, like the reaction stuff. I was kind of like not as into it. It felt, I don't know. It felt like they, they didn't lean into, I want, I feel like if they were going to do that, they might as well have been popping giant objections on the screen too, at times as well. I don't know. So I feel like some of it, they didn't go far enough
0: so john the uh, literally like throwing screens back and forth wasn't uh wasn't enough oh, for you yeah. no, that, no, that was awesome no, that, was, that,
3: that was awesome but I do, I do think giant like i mean the giant red objection thing is like that's like the trademark ace turning thing i even i know what that is mm-hmm. and i've never yes. played those games uh so i feel like you got to you got to get at least some of that in there and then uh, phoenix is i feel like if you don't if you're just watching this without him playing the games, which I mean, I don't know anyone that would, but, uh, <laughs> uh yeah. <you? laughs> yeah. Oh, for, you're for, doing for a podcast. Uh, yeah. Unless you're doing it for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I feel like it, it, they would just, it would come across a little awkward and it would be kind of, like, yeah, I don't know. They didn't really work for Phoenix's specifically. didn't really work for me at times. Uh, when he, uh, sometimes I did. Sometimes I just kind of felt, I don't know
0: out of place. -hmm. I think I think a lot of it might have something to do with just part of it just being, you know, fan service effectively. And yeah, it's like you're again coming into this, probably a fan of the series already. So you're you're sitting there waiting for the the dumb facial expressions of Phoenix Wright, you know? Mm -hmm. So I appreciated the sincerity.
2: Like they were not trying to be coy or cutesy about it. They're like, yeah, we're we are cranking uh, it up they, they definitely, you're getting those haircuts yeah. yeah yeah the hair is the hair yeah. it, is it really is undeniable it. yeah
3: it's uh um i just i i wish they had leaned in a little uh even more personally but that's uh uh but this the, the giant screen stuff was awesome i'm not shaking. that stuff was really good yeah, that stuff yeah. was very fun i did not expect it so that <laughs> it was uh yeah and uh
0: yeah i think it's just a matter of you know uh dad i think you had brought this up on on the episode with you guys but um just the like absurdity of having like these like anime characters actually be human beings that are flesh Mm -hmm. and blood and then with you know like just their personalities and their little like you know oddities and their quirks and then go with this rather kind of serious like crime drama mystery thing going on too (laughs) So it's like, mm-hmm. how far in do you want to lean to it? And then just the main story just becomes completely like, why is this even here? It just is like, just ridiculous. And I don't know, like I said, for me, like I I like that it borders on that. Like, I, I feel like it walks in the line certainly better than the anime TV show does because that's literally just a beat for beat adaptation of the um the games. And that, again, that's not what I was wanting. I was wanting something a little bit original and this I think kind of delivered for me on that.
3: Yeah, I do. I I think a live action TV show would still be the way to go. Yeah,
0: yeah. or a couple of mini, like a mini series or something. Yeah, a mini you know? series. Yeah. because yeah. They,
3: cause I, cause they definitely treat the cases in this movie felt like separate episodes uh, yes. going on. So it was. Hmm. I just feel like it'd be really easy to adapt it that way, and I think it would it would it'd be much more successful if they took if they could do even more even more fun stuff from the game that way. Yeah. And, uh,
0: all right, now the re- not the reason why I have you guys on, but it's just also because I enjoy talking to you too. After having done your episode, the legal sense of this stuff. Now, uh, Dyad, <laughs> you are the legal expert, and uh, <laughs> holy god, the legal the legal system in this in this movie and the games themselves are just like, I mean. I I don't know if I don't even know where to start. Like you know, you, you've got the bench <laughs> trial system that you have three days to make your case, and um, you know if you don't make it in that time, it's just the judge is like, oh whatever, I don't care what else you have to present. Tough shit. Here's my verdict. Um, <laughs> as far as that goes, like when I, I I feel like that would be at least a little bit more entertaining, but at the same time, like that would have to be a nightmare for you in real life.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the Japanese legal system is. So, so, so different. That but this, this takes place like, in
0: America. Remember, this is they eat hamburgers <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so, oh yeah, well Maya you know, totally don't, loves hamburgers. And,
2: that's right. Uh, hamburgers were outlawed in Japan in 1967, so ah, okay. it has to be in America. Uh, yeah, the case uh, of Japan <laughs> versus <and> the burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, Burger v. Wainwright was the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That's what we bring you on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I tried to educate myself a little bit about the Japanese legal system, and like you were saying, the the bench trial, the the Saiban system, where it's kind of like the judge and then some lay people judge, which is kind of like a jury that we have here. But just I couldn't really find out how uh adversarial it really is in real life (laughs) and the just over the top firing back and forth the interrupting the tricking the testifying (laughs) for your client and like exactly (laughs) things things (laughs) that just like no matter the system it it simply could not be that way you can't (laughs) You can't tell your client how to answer something. and In the um, middle of the yeah. trial, especially. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, adding new charges in the middle of the case. And <laughs> having, like, a bonus round. To try- I think, they don't they literally call it a bonus round? I, I believe so, team, yeah. You know? I mean, it's,
1: it and, is... Uh, didn't you also point out in our episode, at one point in the, I think, the first trial... They have an autopsy when they go in, and then Edgeworth, as the prosecutor, presents a completely new autopsy that right. just yeah. automatically yeah. replaces the first bring one. In <laughs> your
2: own, you yes, bring in exactly. your own evidence. Okay. You have uh, to yeah, cross but... your heart and hope to die, and then you can bring in your own evidence. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently the police
3: do zero investigation in this, in this world also. Yeah. It's all up to the attorneys to, figure exactly. out, uh, to find evidence.
2: They got detective, 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 and he's not doing shit. You have to do it yourself as the attorney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically they just arrest them,
0: I think, and that's about the the uh, starting stop yeah. of their uh, usefulness.
2: Yeah, it's uh, the uh, God, what's the Benny Hill the the cops the Keystone cops. Yes, uh, they're just bumbling and incompetent. I I mean I won't I won't um, torture you all with a very in depth legal analysis because that's what our podcast is for. But uh, suffice it to say, I did not find based on my experience with the american justice system and my very minimal research on the japanese justice system that was that this was an accurate representation
3: if it was just a three-day period where anything goes is yeah. that how a trial is
0: yeah yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. the wild west yeah, yeah. And you know, I would imagine if this was uh, even close to it, we would find these uh, um, the tickets that they that they sell for these uh, trials on (laughs) at least. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I would. uh, So I do know that there is uh, far there are far fewer attorneys in Japan, uh, like significantly so. I mean, America has a lot of attorneys, but like per capita, you know, they're something like one tenth of what America has. And I think they're just generally not a very litigious society. And I think also their crime numbers are not quite as high as ours. So I, I would be even more surprised to see something so like inflammatory and kind of aggressive between the parties. I think it would probably be a lot more low key. And I mean, what do I know? I don't practice law in Japan, but I, that just would be my sort of expectation.
1: You did say that one thing you found in your research was uh if, if if I remember correctly they do have uh pins signifying that they're attorneys is that right
2: That's right yeah and you can see it in the movie he's um he's wearing his lapel pin and there's like a lapel pin kind of system in Japan for professions and specifically for the attorney to be an attorney uh it's a I believe it's a sunflower that they wear and um that it, like sort of acts as an ID badge. It's a and it's actually an official thing that you rent from the the equivalent of like the Japanese bar association. You know they like rent you this pin and it acts as your ID badge. And they had that in the movie and some other touches that seem to be more accurate than maybe the trial scenes were. But <laughs> um, I I also liked that there's kind of the juxtaposition between the two different courthouses. There's the really uh, Rinky Dink, Dumpy. One that Butz's trial takes place at at the beginning when Phoenix Wright is sort of you know like getting his sea legs as an attorney, and then you see Edgeworth's like the big, fancy old courthouse, and uh not quite on that same scale. But that that's kind of like a thing that happens in real life. You have like a rundown teeny courthouse, and then you'll have more more of like a showy supreme court type thing so mm-hmm. i like that i like that touch too they had some attentions uh, uh, some attention to detail although maybe not a ton
0: yeah so, something more um you know something uh a small like municipal court of sorts and then you know yeah <laughs> going up against like the supreme court you're like oh oh geez louise oh, oh, this is nuts
2: <laughs> right right <laughs> something with more gravitas yeah exactly when you're in really big doo-doo
0: <laughs> when yeah when that doo-doo has really hit the fan uh-huh. Um, all you can hope for is that your lawyer yells objection very loudly.
2: Yeah. That's all it takes. It's based on volume. A lot of people don't know that, but oh. it just your legal <laughs> argument is really not that important. It's just how loudly you can say objection.
0: Wow. Okay. okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Is, is yeah. there like a on the bar? Is there like a, se- a segment where you just have to yell into a microphone and mm-hmm, a, yep, There's
2: a there's a very yeah. large oral portion of the bar. And yes, you got to go okay. to like this this room <laughs> yeah. with like egg egg cartons yeah. on the walls. Mhm. Uh-huh.
1: Like, yeah, it's okay. like boxers have those uh, machines that that test the weight of their punch. Uh, lawyers have machines yeah, that test yeah. the, the decibel level
0: of their objections. Mm, <laughs> mm. Now, I I do have to I do have to ask because it's technically a workplace as well. Does it still have to meet the uh OSHA guidelines for volume or at a certain point when do you have to like wear earplugs and stuff too?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just the, they are you see the guy with like the the Oakley's on and his big old earmuffs going and he's mm-hmm. got like a sleeveless shirt and the American flag. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Okay. And you know, and you didn't uh you didn't divulge that in the uh in your podcast. So I feel like we got some exclusive the world exclusives. Information on this one. <laughs> so yeah,
2: well, you know, I kept I, I had to think about it and keep all the really juicy bits here.
0: Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Really I really appreciate it that. That. You know, yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for, man. <laughs> oh um okay now as far as like a legal movie itself uh better off um is you know of course we just went through the dyad's actual um expertise i suppose in that sense i want to get your a little bit more of expertise as far as like just uh, as far as like it being a legal movie in that sense like how did you feel like this kind of did outside of the let's say absurdity <laughs> of a lot of the shit that happened <laughs>
1: Well, um, I, I am learning that the definition of legal movie is a lot broader than I, I initially thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll learn that more as we as we move along. But y- you look at some of these movies like And Justice for All, uh, A Time to Kill, A Few Good Men are sort of the traditional courtroom drama, very serious uh, stuff going on. Uh, there may be some brief moments of levity, but overall they're dramas. Uh, and then you have movies like trial and error and from the hip that are just they're straight up comedy and there's a lot of absurdity that goes on there too um the interesting thing about this one is that it it did try, I'm not sure how well it succeeded in the end, but it tried to kind of toe the line between them. As you mentioned earlier, Jason, where th- there were some parts where you kind of feel like you can, you could feel for Phoenix and for Maya after, after Mia dies, you know, it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. they, they, there was a touch of poignance there. Um, and you can tell in some of the, the more violent scenes, like in the flashback to, uh, to when Edward's father was killed, uh you know there was there was a sense of danger that they were able to kind of jump between tones but i don't know how how much impact those things had because of the absurdity of a lot of the other things and so it was it was kind of up and down uh that there wasn't a whole lot of of unity of tone um but honestly the same can be said more than any other movie we've watched the same can be said of, of from the hip don't you think that dad
2: yeah from from the hip was like Complete, total whiplash, just uh, almost like unpleasantly. So I thought that, yeah, I, this this was much more uh, uh, manageable as a movie. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna better. say
1: this one I enjoyed much more than than that one. So
2: it's I, I don't know
1: uh, to answer your question, Jason. As a legal movie, I mean, it it was a movie I enjoyed it. I would mm. probably watch it again. And there was legal stuff in it that. <laughs> You could tell it was legal stuff, so <laughs> it was all right. It, had, it was you know, all right. Had lapels and everything. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh,
3: the scene where uh, the his the the dad death flashback scene, I laughed when he when he the at the reveal of how he thought he killed his father. Yeah, <laughs> when, he, when he threw the gun and the gun went off and he thought he shot his dad. That's just that's just like objectionably funny. So uh, that's uh. That's, that's not what happened in reality, but that was very funny too. <laughs> that this has haunted him for
0: his whole life.
4: Poor Miles.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole reason. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the whole reason he ended up doing what he did and um, or is doing and is wearing that ridiculous outfit is because he thought he killed his father. So
3: I will say it didn't feel like it was played for laughs in the movie. I don't know if it is in the game. I don't know if that happens. In the oh game, no, but, I'm,
0: I don't. I don't. I don't think yeah. that was played for laughs. Yeah, but, but it was
3: very funny. <laughs> it was. Just, I just don't know how it couldn't be. Cause it's just like, man, what a what a horrible what a horrible day for that kid. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's start talking about some of our favorite scenes. Um, John, you just mentioned one of yours. Yeah, do you have yeah. any others that, that kind of spring to mind?
3: I do. I liked with the majority of the courtroom, like the when when it got really down into it and the evidence start was getting shot back and forth there. Where I liked all that. A specific one, I liked the Gordy reveal. That was really dumb that that came back around as like the stupid steel samurai blow-up thing. Mm. That was a really weird joke. That was, I I did appreciate that. Um And then, yeah. I, that, I, I also just like the when they fly back to the kids the first time and you find out they had the same hair when they were kids as they do when they were adults. That's, yeah. that's really stupid <laughs> to do. So that's it. Uh,
0: well then, how else would you tell them apart if how else so, would you know who's who? <laughs> so. I would have really loved if they gave Larry the uh, the facial hair too when he was a kid. <laughs> that
3: would have been good. yes that would have been a
0: nice <laughs> little touch. Vanessa, <laughs> you've been awfully quiet. How about yourself? What uh, what moment or moments in particular were you just like, "Oh, this is great."
4: Yeah, I also liked the kid moments. I thought those were cute, um, like little little Miles in his stupid little suit, so cute. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I also agree that Gordy was one of my favorites, especially like Larry we going out. I mean, like I was in a boat looking for something. <laughs> 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 it was very funny. And also the lady who lives in the van by the by the lake. I just thought I just like loved how um, like she to me was like the most like classic character. I mean, I know they were all the characters, but just this like kind of like kind of like aggressive lady by the lake who you would have you would have questioned in Phoenix, right? And she would have been kind of mean to you about it. Um so she really struck as a true character to me.
2: <laughs>
0: a diet? how about yourself?
2: I I started to talk about how like the, you know, the Rinky Dink courthouse and all that. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part is when the lady comes out and just throws torn up pieces of newspaper instead of confetti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was good. Yeah, yeah, that is... I, really, I laughed. I laughed when I saw that. I just... <laughs> nice. That touch.
0: was absolutely one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Just like, here you go, celebrate. Yeah, you just got acquitted from murder. <laughs> it's like, wait, I, what? I also
2: liked I liked when they had the flashback scene and you, uh, you at this point you had already uh been a you've inter- been introduced to like how they portray like the text boxes are these giant holographic, you know, sci-fi screens that come down and show information. And Mm -hmm. then so then the flashback scene, it's like a CRT TV the size of a kitchen (laughs) that just kind of lowers (laughs) down. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was funny as well. Like, the retro version of the super high-tech, which is still super high-tech. It's just like older high-tech.
0: Yeah. Bedroth, about yourself?
1: So, there's not a specific scene that really jumps out to me, but... Probably my favorite aspect of, of the movie, um, and maybe even more so after watching the game and seeing how he's portrayed there, I really enjoyed the character of Manfred von Karma in the movie. I thought mm-hmm. that he was a well done villain. Uh, he he wasn't he, he, everything's on the nose in this movie, but he wasn't too on the nose as much as he is in the game. And mm. I, I really liked the actor had a lot of presence about him, and so I really enjoyed how he was implemented in the film.
3: I did like the reveal of how he got shot as well. That was, uh, now he's just watching from, a, from behind the gate and he just gets, happens to get shot in the shoulder while he's doing it. It's very stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that speaks to the uh, Phoenix Wright series as a whole. Yeah, it's just very yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
3: appreciate the stupid.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm gonna have to echo the Dyads thing there with, like, my favorite thing. My favorite scene was just that just the confetti thing. Just like you get the the juxtaposition of the two, like, you know, like here's the super important one, the confetti, like falling from the, or, you know, falling from the ceiling. And then here's some lady just throwing like pieces of newspaper clippings out of a bucket on you. (laughs)
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I just thought it was a great visual (laughs) gag that I I would probably say like, you know, you might not catch it the first time you watch it. Or like, if you didn't like retain that, that 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 happened and you're not familiar with the games that like, Oh, that's what that's supposed to be. I don't know why they're throwing paper at this poor guy.
2: (laughs) And here's here's another exclusive for you. We rarely use confetti in real court cases. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very rarely. I
4: don't believe, I don't believe that.
2: I know. It's uh, a lot of people are disappointed to find that out. I feel like you're just being facetious. It's, well. It's, that, <laughs> that's always a good first guess with me, but this time. <laughs> just
3: what what are what are the instances, instances you would say like this is a confetti moment in, in a courtroom?
0: Yeah, give us um, give us like your biggest confetti moment. Doesn't you, know, you can you can change names and all that jazz. <laughs> give yeah. us your biggest confetti moment. <laughs> biggest confetti
2: moment. So I I am I am a uh, the type of law I do I am neutral. So I don't I'm not win or lose. I just I work for the court no, system itself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, kidding. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I come I out like, what and what I say, you "Well, you know, both sides have a lot of good points, guys." <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of whataboutism, too.
3: Yeah, lost <laughs> lot of straw man. Oh, yeah, straw man.
2: Well, where do you think I get the confetti from? It's yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah i don't have so i don't really have a i don't really have a confetti moment my oh, confetti okay. moment is when i when i finish my job and go home and forget it all happened <laughs> you the car just throw, <laughs> yeah. throw confetti
3: all over yourself yes that's right <laughs> yeah it's yeah. when i leave
2: yeah. blast me with confetti
0: i was gonna say you just open the car door and just have this like thing rigged up where it just shoots confetti at you as you open the car door mm-hmm. to go home
2: so we this is a completely unrelated tangent, except for that it involves confetti. We got a, a package mailed to our house, and I cannot remember what was inside this box. Something that must have been somewhat fancy, because it was packaged entirely in crinkle-cut confetti. You know, it's kind of like a long strip that's all crinkled up, and there's just mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons of it in this box. And uh, I have two young kids, and we open the box, and just I can see... Like it's like an old cartoon where the confetti is turning into a big piece of meat and they're like salivating because they want to just get in there and mess with it. And I had to make a decision whether I was going to be responsible and like hide the confetti. And I just like, nah, you know, it's probably more fun. And we just threw that shit everywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, if you do have confetti in your life, go ahead and use it. It's, it doesn't take that much time to clean up. And it's way more fun than you might think. Let that be That's your wow. takeaway. Yeah. Public there service announcement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good dad. Get your confetti yeah, out PSA. and go, go yeah. wild.
3: Yeah,
0: that'll go in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Get your confetti on.
2: <laughs> Hashtag confetti. <Well.
3: laughs> Hashtag confetti. We're gonna get we're gonna get it trending. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll
0: make it work somehow.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, and as we uh, as we are wont to do on this show, we rank shit. So I believe now it is time for us to uh, get to the ranking of this. Now, yeah, of course, you guys haven't listened to all of these podcasts, and why would you? Because um, we're the only ones stupid enough to do this to ourselves. <laughs> So you—you um, you can you, certainly. I'm very
2: curious. I'm very oh, curious where this comes.
0: I, I'm already interested to see where Vanessa's uh, little little thing is here on our Google Doc. But okay, <laughs> she, she usually starts where she where she thinks it belongs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think
4: yeah. yeah Honestly, yeah. I, I I did like it a lot. I thought it was better than a lot of the stuff we've watched. Yes,
3: yes. Yeah, I will say like you have it next to like a dragon. That's a good spot to start next to. You. I do think it's definitely better than like a dragon. I think it's
4: yeah
3: more successful <laughs> than like a dragon.
4: Better mm. than Resident Evil Apocalypse.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah, better I would say so.
4: But Jake Gyllenhaal Gill- has such good nipples. I hate to put it. it I yeah. ask you. But, think but, <laughs> but, but <laughs>
0: if you recall, there was not enough Jake Gyllenhaal nipples in that movie. So that was like one of the big sure. downfalls of that thing. That yeah, probably would have been like number like, two or three. There
3: was like one nipples in the whole movie. Yeah, it was it
0: very disappointing. Was, well, I know that I Jesse and I, and I were very, very on this disappointed. Ranking. But,
1: no, I will say that's one knock against this movie.
0: There were not nearly enough nipples. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I would have, I would have loved to have seen some like Edgeworth nipples, but he has that little, like little, uh, little, little thing on his chest still—the white, like poofy thing still. A
4: weird ascot, or like what is that yeah. called? I don't know Ancy- what that yeah. is. fancy man shirts thing.
3: I, I bet his chest hair looks like his, his actual hair too.
2: I'm going to caution you all that you're coming really close to a monkey's paw wish. <laughs> more <monkeys. laughs> seventeen-year-old buxom lady, girl.
0: I am. I am a hundred percent sure that has been drawn. It is on Tumblr right now as we speak.
3: <laughs> and the last finger curled, and then a.
4: Uh... Okay, so I think I think that Prince of Persia was probably a better movie, but this was a more original movie. So, like, this movie was um, fun, too long, yeah. had a bad pace. The so Prince of Persia is kind of like the action movie. Yeah, yeah it's kind I'd, of a I'd
0: generic watch,
3: action movie. I'd, I'd watch this a hundred percent over Prince of Persia again. So,
4: Halo Legends, so. you actually learn about Halo, so that's you whatever. do. It
3: does have the best most consolidated story, uh, Halo story ever told. Um, I, I think this is better than Halo Legends.
4: I, I do not think it's better than Pokemon the Movie 2000. I love
0: that movie, Vanessa. Already, already like gapping the gapping the line there. Like, nope, nope, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think, Jason? Um, hmm, boy.
4: Uh... Pokemon the Movie 2000 is a classic,
0: and it's also a lot shorter, isn't it? Oh yes, yeah, so it's, like
4: an, hour, it's yeah. like an hour yeah. 10. Somewhere. Articuno making Articuda noises. Articuno.
0: <laughs> All right, Man, John. What, what, what I, are you? What are you thinking there? Are you kind of leaning towards I, that thought? I
3: I do like it being in the top ten. I do think. I think if this was a if, it, if this movie was. At hour 40 i think we're talking about like a possible time ty- Well, the time ty- it, it wouldn't get past street fighter but no. we're talking like a, we're looking at like a number six i think if it's a little shorter yeah and like uh, yeah more
4: consolidated with a better pace i put yeah. it above resident evil but it, that was not the case
3: yeah i'd I'll, i i'm okay with it at number 10 i can live with that i think uh, i don't I, Pokemon the movie is way is sh- way shorter yeah, obviously yeah. literally like half the length of this
0: movie yeah um, yeah which <laughs> is that's a
3: criteria a- in this fucking show oh, wait, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. how long did yeah. you torture yeah. us
4: uh, yeah well guys if so, there are no objections
3: hold
1: uh, uh, yes. oh, oh, on hold on hold on hold uh, on Bedroth has one I believe Google is telling me Pokemon the movie two thousand is an hour and forty nine minutes. Oh wow! And The Ace Attorney movie R49? is two hours and fifteen minutes. So we're talking about a twenty. Oh, you know what? So I, I you know it. what?
0: I bet you because um, we ran into that problem with a lot of the uh, original Pokemon movie or the early Pokemon movies. They came with a animated short of like a Pikachu thing that they included in the runtime. Ah that would explain it and it's really cute uh, okay. though and We're worth out. it like it's <laughs> worth
4: watching it's actually the, good <laughs> the, the
0: shorts are usually the shorts are usually pretty good um
1: uh, you know what actually I will, wikipedia is telling me it's 82 minutes so yeah that yeah, sounds right that
3: sounds, uh i will say i will say that while i was watching this movie i did think man we should have really started putting the times next to these movies when we started because I, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I was like <laughs> it's, it's gonna come up for this one 100 mm. <laughs> percent um I feel like I feel like ten is a good place. I think I think that's where Like a Dragon was when it, when at we some point. At yeah. <laughs> some point, yeah. At so some it point, yeah. It, like it feels like a good spot for it. This movie was, this movie had a lot of heart and it had a lot of respect for, for the for the for the franchise, from what I can tell. Yeah. Like, right. Outsider. But, yeah, um,
4: like especially like a, right, like as yeah. far as like it wasn't like a g- g- great movie, but it was like an okay movie. It was a little bit too long, but yeah, like it really like we we used to rank these things and like are they close to the game? Super close to the game. <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah, it's about a, it's about as close as you can probably get.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that that is one of the uh, stipulations we have, sort of like, fall by the wayside. But for something like this, I think this is as close to as humanly possible as you can get with human beings doing the acting, and it not just being completely like ludicrous and just like, oh god, it looks like somebody made this in their garage. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there we go. Then we have settled on our new number ten, Ace Attorney.
3: Congratulations, it- Ace Attorney. You're in the top ten as of February 11th, 2012, sort of.
0: Well, I mean, as, <laughs> so it's in the top ten as of this date, but um, yeah. yeah, it's one of the top ten greatest movies. That yeah, I was going to say because that, that came out a little anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah. both. laughs> uh, yeah. So, all right, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you um, unfortunately the guests have no say whatsoever in the rankings because we're the ones who put ourselves through this hell. So, <laughs> yeah, God,
2: I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. It's fair I, trade. I leave that to you. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, I am, I am relieved. Relieved that we got to see a top ten movie. Yeah, you you're very lucky. <laughs> so you're best, incredibly best lucky. That's really yeah. special.
4: Best you not.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. What is uh, the
2: current? <laughs> what's the current worst? Because I have not heard oh, every episode postal. of the podcast.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. You know what? Normally, normally that is we do normally get. What's the current best? Is the
3: yeah. Normally the al- question. Which is always a boring question to me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's. Uh, what's
0: the worst shit you've seen? Is, yeah, is the yeah. It,
3: <laughs> and it's it's postal. And when you get if you get to that episode, which you know, that's that's pretty. It's like halfway through the show, I think. It's pretty close. Uh, as of now, halfway. Um, if that one really, really did a number on us. Yeah. <laughs> I should say, in a, in a way, no other movie has, or probably ever will again. Yeah. Um <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. listen
2: to that tomorrow on my drive to work. Then. It's that a, one's a really, it's a really weird episode, and it's a short it's one too.
3: I don't know if it's good or not. I've never listened to it, but it's a, I don't, it's a weird episode. If you, I think if you want a fun one of the, one of the
0: House of the Deads might be more fun to listen to. I don't know.
4: More, yeah, but, Postal's yeah. mostly just Jason ranting for
0: yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Vanessa, isn't that most of the podcasts?
4: Yes, but this one's even worse than usual. Oh, House of okay. Or um, what's the one with um, Billy...
3: Billy Zane. Eilish? Billy, no. Zane. Uh, Billy Zane is... um, That's Blood Rain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was a fun episode. Luke. Luke Luke Maxwell's blood rain.
4: So, the good news about being guests on our podcast is we're going to make fun of you for like the rest
3: of your life. So. <laughs> because we you, you'll never hear us, you'll never listen to us again, we assume, uh, even though you guys are the ones that do.
0: Oh, Vanessa, yeah. are you already taking care of the runtimes? I appreciate that.
4: Still, <laughs> like, slowly
0: but surely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, a, I, that's oh, a task and a half. I'll see if I can help out with that. So, yeah. But. Oh, all right. Well, diet bedrock. Thank you guys for coming in and lending your expertise because, um, boy, I, you know, it's not often we get a guest on for a, a movie that turns out to be good. We've had, you know, let's go through our top 10 real quick. It's like for, um, like guests, like number three is silent hill. We had our top Sean- ten guests. So no no, no 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 we're not rank ranking our guests. top 10 guests. no no so not not in the not all right, patreon starting number one we'll do <laughs> we it okay ones. I accept number one grudgingly <laughs> I, really
3: I
4: put,
0: I put you up there with
4: Nadia.
3: One. yeah you guys have been great yeah
0: um, so Sean was or Sean Parker was on Silent Hill with us or um, Sean Hart sorry uh, let's see Mortal Kombat was Connor uh, let's yep. see was anybody on Resident Evil with us
3: uh like I, don't think so. I think it's just been asked yeah. for Resident Evil.
0: I think you're right. Uh, Dan Kaufman, a comedian and comic artist that I am a big fan of, uh, slummed it with us as well and was on Rampage. And I that's think a fun episode. I think that's it. I really, yeah. So it um, out of all of these movies, most of the time it turns out to be a real shit show when you're on. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you're talking about like. <laughs> are you talking about ones that are, have been good that people watch with us?
0: Yeah, or so, no, no. Yeah. Um, in, 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 uh, remember, none of these are good. Oh yeah, ones that have been
3: that have, top ten All movies. World? So yeah. you'll say that, yeah. yeah top, top ten video game movies. movies. Yeah,
0: doesn't mean yeah. any of them are good. That just means they were um, less insufferable.
4: Excuse me, Street Fighter <laughs> is an amazing movie for the record. Yeah. It's hilarious. I still can't get over
0: she
3: that. Means
1: the li- <laughs> she means the live action one. But live action. Is, one. It's I it's remember. Really? Yeah. Yes, yes. I, a, I remember a... listening to that episode and hearing how <laughs> how shocked you two were that Vanessa actually liked it. <laughs> it was it was
3: shocking, and it's, it's, it's she' like her main...
4: movie in my entire life. It's
3: it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of the, it's one, it's it is one of the best bad movies ever made. It's really That's so it's, good. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Cool. yeah. It's it's a treat.
2: And what a way to go out for. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so Raul Julia says? Oh, yeah. Julia, yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: he just, just destroys the scenery in that movie. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Just <laughs> digests it like live. And then, uh, oh, so good. He's so good in that movie.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, I, now again, we talked about this in the Chun-Li one, um, Neil McDonough, not a good choice for Rand Bison, but there was no way Neil McDonough was ever going to be able to compare to Raul Julia's performance in that one. It was just like, not, not fair to poor. Uh, mcdonough because i'm a fan of that guy and then just like oh you're one and bison oh, yeah. which is a weird choice and then two like you've got to somehow compete with poor or with a uh, Ralph julius performance like you poor bastard there's just there's no topping that i don't know
3: if I'm t- i don't know if any other series is taking a sharper nosedive on this show than street fighter has in terms of our enjoyment of it Think yeah <laughs> i mean literally
0: have like you know two yeah. two yeah two of two of them are in the top five and then the rest are all way down the shitter yeah <laughs>
2: how many more pokemon movies do you have God, the an endless amount
3: never say days. never With the end, <laughs> uh...
0: well uh the last one was uh 2012 that we did and that we just posted today as of this recording so and they come out annually we'll out, so like, at least yeah. 10 more
3: yeah they, they are annual sometimes more sometimes multiple in a year
0: yeah Ugh. yeah,
4: yeah. They, they get better though the future is bright
3: like way down the future this movie is like because you know, what <laughs> detective pikachu is what yeah, it's, it's
0: <laughs> yeah i think 19 yeah, yeah it was 19. yeah,
3: yeah.
2: so yeah. do you yeah. think that we're, uh, boy let me let me say that using words instead of just mumbling do you think there will <laughs> ever be a good video game
3: movie i think we're gonna get I, yes i do honestly i do think there will be one i think do you Street, think it's out already Yes, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so
2: that's
0: like, that's like, I'm, I'm muting you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh,
3: I don't. As a rule in my life, I don't like Sonic of the Hedgehog*, so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say I haven't watched those movies. Um, uh, I I have heard they're pretty okay. So, but in turn, I do think we're gonna get to a point where it's gonna just gonna be a good one. Uh, I mean, *The Last of Us* is getting a TV show with Pedro Pascal in it. That'll probably be all right. Um, so i think it's getting it's getting there's gonna be a grand turismo movie with david harbour in it i just found out today what yep oh god
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. okay well <laughs> yeah. I, i'm glad you were here for our last episode because i'm done i can't do this anymore holy I have to watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: is it rated r you said
2: well, i said does he play a car no,
3: he plays a reti <laughs> plays a retired driver that it's trying to teach his daughter to drive or some shit or something like that. I forget what the plot was. He's retired. And he's definitely retired, and you know, one last ride or something.
0: It's, uh, oh God! <laughs> you know, I I do I do yeah. love the plots in Gran Turismo. So yeah, that's what I, I can't wait for this adaptation. The the
3: spec plot is still like top five video game stories of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. I was really disappointed with uh with the Gran Turismo Sport on the PlayStation Four. That one, uh, razor thin storyline. The characters just did not develop it, and I can't even pretend with this bullshit. Yeah, too much okay. football, anyway. Holy god, okay. Oh, uh, all right, guys. Um, boy, boy. Anyway, um, Dian Benar, thanks for coming on, guys. I really appreciate having you guys on. And again, I'm really happy that this turned out well because, um, again, it, sometimes we. Sometimes we get something like this, and then sometimes we torture our guests that we like a lot, like uh, Animal Crossing, which is uh, number 55, with one of our favorite guests, uh, Nadia Oxford. Uh, oh, that's a great episode, by the way.
4: That's, that's, yeah, the trivia on I, that I've one, I'm particularly of proud of. Yeah. It's a pretty funny one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: I've seen enough of that movie to to look forward to that episode. Yeah, But yeah, thanks for having us, man. This has been a yeah. blast, and thanks for coming on our show yeah, as well. Yeah,
2: thank you. It was fun.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, why don't you guys, whichever one of you guys wants to do it, or if you guys want to do it uh, um, together, Simu- uh, simultaneously. Yeah, let's there you alternate go. words. There we go. Oh, 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 I, I, I. No, we're not doing that. I'm not editing. it.
4: No, no, let's do it.
0: <laughs> so, I'm muting you again. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, plug away. Like, let me know. Like, where we can find you guys online and all that, all that jazz.
2: You, you can follow you me on yourself. Twitter <laughs> at Street Fighter is the only good movie. That's my really suck <laughs> Really sucking
0: up here to Vanessa. Okay. I love it.
4: You guys are my favorite guys. You've moved it yeah. up to number 1
1: over Nadia. <laughs> nice. Good job, man. <laughs> so, uh if you uh you can search well, I, apparently there is another podcast out there called The Movie Bar, but if you search say The Movie Bar, my cousin Vinny uh that probably will lead you to our first episode. Uh you can also, just you know, ask us on on Twitter, and we'll give you a link. I am on Twitter at bgm pod.
2: I'm on Twitter at the Dyad. And let me just say, I would not recommend starting with our first episode because I think our we've had a slight format change in the early episodes, and I think you'd be better served to start with the recent one and decide if you like it, and then go back.
3: Yes, yeah. first episodes are always always a little you know, rough around that's, the edges. I'm sure are. Yeah.
1: That's, that's a fair point. I'm, I'm biased because yeah. our my favorite of the movies we've watched so far is still our first episode, My Cousin Vinny. But yeah. this movie's um, so good. So good. Yeah. It is great. It's
2: great. It, yeah. it, it's.
1: <laughs> It's set a set a very high bar. We we've come really close to it a couple I know, of times, I get it. but uh, yeah. yeah. But you can also uh, join our Discord. A link will be in the show notes of any of the episodes that you find. I'll send a link to Jason as well in case he'd like to throw one in here. And I uh, certainly yeah, will. you can come chat with us
0: there. And that's about it.
2: Yeah, thanks again for having us.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, of course, I have to plug my stuff here, too. So, of course, um, if you're listening to this podcast, as are, you know, we do multiple podcasts because, um, well, we talked about uh, Jason doing uh, video game music as well, as far as a podcast goes. That podcast is Rocket With Your Card Out. We also do a uh, video game, uh, just video. You know, I, I, it's it's weird to like get back into talking about just video games because it's like we have a video game movie and a video game music podcast, and then it's like, So how do I describe this one? It's like, oh, it's just a video game podcast because it just sounds wrong in my ear. So it's a video game, video game podcast. And we call it the uh, Games Junk Game Club that John is the host of because it was just getting away from me as far as all the research goes. So I just uh, let him kind of take over and I just sort of sit back and um, do the uh, scientist of unspecified science uh, aspect of those shows. So if you uh, are interested in all of those shows, you can go to patreon.com slash games junk over there. You can kick in $3 and for $3 a month, you will get the, all of the podcasts and higher quality audio feed bonus segments on this show, bonus episodes of rocket with your card out. And, all the podcasts and a higher quality audio feed and a handy catch all feed as well. I'm sure I said that twice and for $5 a month, you will get everything I mentioned in the previous year, as well as a shout out and thank you on the show. So I have to thank my two co-hosts here, Vanessa and John, as well as Alex messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric. Yep. That's it. Okay. I forgot. Uh, I forgot we lost Nathan Cooper. <laughs> I, was, I nearly said Nathan Cooper. Yep. Forgot that anyway, Objection. Um, but, but you know what? <laughs> you know, Nathan, I appreciate you listening anyway, man. So, um, yep. boy. Yep. Yeah. Somebody needs to throw guy. that in. God, God, th- thank you for, thank you for getting one. me out of the stumbling <laughs> box there. <laughs> uh yeah now alex messenger is just sort of a just a good guy all around too there just always always supports every video game music podcast that comes out amen Absolutely. even the of patron a you know, varying VGM qualities podcasts. like mine yeah exactly I don't, I don't i don't know why he supports mine is like the the bottom tier one but i appreciate it anyway so <laughs> no but no anyway okay, uh thanks for i listen to almost no.
1: as many vgm podcasts as he does and uh and i, I will say I, I really enjoy your show jason no bs <laughs>
0: No, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That does it, it means a lot. Somebody actually listens to this new stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice. It's nice to know. I, we're just not talking into a void, you know. Yep. So, always. Yeah. It's always. It's yeah. always nice. To yeah. Know.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that will wrap up this episode. Once again, thanks, guys, for coming on. And until next time, trust the fungus. Hashtag confetti. Suckers!